This is Adventure Public Radio. And this is your DM, Zach, checking in before we get started. We wanted to say thank you for listening, first off, and that we really appreciate all that you guys and girls have done for us. I have some unfortunate news about the pod. We're not going to go dark, but we are going to have to release once a month on the first of every month until we can figure out a better schedule. When we started two years ago, all of us just had our jobs. Most of us didn't have significant others. And now we've got people getting married. We've got people having children and we've got people having tremendous amount of sex. And that takes time away from when we could be recording. And so we really need to to kind of dial it back until we kind of figure out a new way to do this. We all really don't want to stop. And so we're going to keep on putting out episodes every month. But until we can figure out a better way to get ourselves together, this is what's going to have to be. It's been a lot of fun, and it's been even better to see these great reviews. Thank you again. Zach out. Hello, mortals, and welcome to Adventure Public Radio, bringing you stories on the ground from the realm of Midgard. And I'm Terry the Bard. Our adventurers have deemed themselves worthy of a group name, the Goose Cannons. As bewildering as it is befuddling. And the boat name? The Loose Goose. I hope they make better use of their time in Bedim. Maybe Carl's newfound telepathy can assist them. Alright, Zach, what the fuck are we doing here? Alright, so if you guys remember, you sailed south towards the Kingdom of the Dim, which is in the Rothian Plains, this entirely different area. Y'all are out of the north now, actually. This is something completely uh, strange for you, I'm sure. Um, a land that is uh, ruled by Baba Yaga, this traveling witch all throughout the lands. Uh, very Middle Eastern Europe, I think, like a uh, Romania type feel. Oh, I thought you said it was like kind of Chinese last well, time. Well, the building structures of Vadim are Eastern, mm-hmm. but the entire area kind of flows in this Romanian gypsy kind of vibe. Oh, gotcha. Um, but more importantly, what you did on the loose goose. <laughs> or, uh, yes, the loose goose. Right. What is the, the loose goose? The loose goose is the ship. Just the, ship just that you <laughs> the ship that you named? Okay. And uh, who are we? <laughs> the goose cannons? There you go. All right. I was just making sure I got that right, too. <laughs> uh, but you put the obsidian uh, gem into the amulet, and you got a very hot reading. Um, hot like as if you put the aquamarine one in, and you were close to Bastion. So it is somewhere on this dock and you're kind of like pointing it out and you can try to start following it if you'd wish. Yeah, I'm going to like holler over to the guys. Uh, guys, guys, look, quick, quick, whatever you're going to do. We, we like, look, the, the, the compass, is, it's fucking freaking out. Oh, look at this. Uh, uh, yeah, we have to get on this now. I'll, I'll, I'll send my last commands to the, the boat. You guys head on. I'll, I'll yeah, we're going to get started. Yeah. Right. It definitely tells Drunk Mike not to fuck anything up. <laughs> Sounds good. All right, Drunk Mike, don't fuck anything up. Um, all right, right. So, yeah, sure. All right, since we're chasing something down, uh, <clears throat> Percival, to the skies. Um, you want to give me a perception? Uh, that is a nat 20. Holy shit. Okay. Perceptive. So you send Percival to the sky and he starts uh, going around in a circle and 
it's very cloudy here. It's kind of overcast today, but you can see all of these rooftops that are kind of slightly peaked. And um, like I said, in kind of like an Eastern style uh, with like kind of earthen um, clay. Uh, I forget what they're called, like shingles, clay shingles that kind of uh, build on okay, each other. Um, but you grew up here, so you know, it's, it's not very, uh, not everything's very stable here. It's a very poor city. Um, but as you're kind of coasting around, I guess, what is he looking for? I guess I'm trying to match up the movements I'm seeing on the compass to whatever. Wow. Like just but trying to spot. You can't though, because you, I guess right. you have to go back and forth because you, you're blinded and deafened when you're in person. Oh yeah, you're right. I, I'm so I wasn't thinking about I that. I like your role though. And I like, the, I like the thought that you're using. So let's say that you, maybe you started walking out towards and you're starting to like hold this out as you're following it around. And then you kind of go back into, you close your eyes and go back into Percival to look around and you can see that there is a figure, a kind of walking, uh, throughout this marketplace, this, uh, fishing market. Um, and she is, um, has two different Hugan guards, which, as you know, are like one of the best in all of the dim. And she seems to be walking through uh, buying certain uh, types of fish. Uh, and do it. Would I like know to how to see, like how to navigate to there from where I'm at? Yeah, based I mean, on what I can see. This is your hometown. Uh, yeah, so, you're right, yeah, yeah, you could definitely do it. Stupid question. No, you're okay, right. I, I hop out of Percival and I, I, I give the come here or, uh, or come with motion to, to Sif uh, and, and run along. Okay. Um, I want to psychically communicate with Bastion. Can okay. I do that out of range? Is is it your range? Is what on that? Is it sixty feet on telepathic? I forget. So the way you are able to speak telepathically to any creature as long as you share a language that that's vague enough to me that it's not like it's not like message where I'm sending that thought over some long distance. Like if you're not even speaking distance, I probably can't telepathically communicate. Uh, I'm with sure it, it, says, it says sixty feet. Sixty feet. Oh, I, th- I thought okay. it had a range on it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never mind. I'm an idiot. No, no, no. I, I just Googled telepathic 5e distance and it says 60 oh, okay. feet. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm within 60 feet, I imagine, right? Yeah, you're yeah. within 60 feet. Yeah, so I, I come running. All right. Yeah, all right. Um, I, I say some weird shit in uh, uh, Void Speak just to, just to mess with him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. So, yeah, I guess uh, you send a message and then you hear some gargled uh, Void Speak that you uh, heard earlier. Call. No. Go back to the light. Call. <laughs> um, and all of you start flanking through this marketplace. Um, you can remember from growing up here, like the main things that they do here is like uh, fishing on, on this. Uh, I forget what the, the, what the hell is this river called? I don't think it's named here. Fishing between the river between Verdem and the uh, northern part of Tanzer Hall. Uh, and also they, a lot of leather working, a lot of artisans here, the Raven folk are very good at mimicry. So if they watch somebody do something, they can do it without having any kind of training. So if they're watching somebody do something with leather work, they can go and try to do it themselves without any kind of problem. Um, but they have used that to make themselves a huge part of trade in the Rothian Plains. And as you're kind of coming through passing by different stalls, you can start to see this group of three people um the two guards and the obvious woman that is walking in front of them as she's like shopping through uh what, what human woman raven folk uh yeah she's a human okay interesting um yeah i guess i try and get a better look at her like she, okay she's got two guards with her who are mm-hmm. like well like, well equipped yeah they're... we're not gonna like walk up to her and no. say hey give us your yeah. <laughs> give us your magical artifact yeah um yeah i mean i guess at this point we're just trying to figure out like what is it uh okay 
on her. Um, how close are we to her? So let's say, hmm, let's say you're about 40 feet and there's the, the, base, the marketplace is busy. There's lot, plenty of um, not just um, Raven folk, which in fact I was looking, uh, Raven folk aren't even that popular here. There's, there's only about 2000 out of, you know, maybe about 30,000. Wow. So it, they are a very small race in mm. the whole um, ecosystem, I guess you would say. I don't know if that's right or not. But, no, um, so the Vadim her, diaspora. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the Vadim diaspora. Yeah. <laughs> is, uh, is very, uh, mostly human dominated, but the Hugan are here, but this is one of their, their most concentrated places. What are Hugan? Hugan are what they call the Raven folk here. They are supposedly the most elite Raven folk live in Vadim and are called the Hugan. So she has, she's a human with two Hugan, Hugan guards, bodyguards. That's, and the only reason I said that to Carl's cause he would know that. These, yeah, these raven folk are definitely mean business. Um, yeah, but between you and her, there's plenty of people. You could try to slide in there if you wanted to. Um, but she seems very, just walking through the uh, marketplace, looking at things. With uh, Detect Magic, does that appear, the glowing effect it does, is that just for me? Just for you. Okay, yeah, so I'm just going to Detect Magic, and hopefully I can, that gives me like oh, a shape excellent. or something, or at least where it is on her person. Okay, um, it is 30 feet, right, I think? Uh, yeah, since presence of magic, uh, 30 feet. Excellent. Yeah. 30 feet of you. Okay. So you cast this out and you can see this light blue glow on the two Hugans, uh, weapons. They have two, seems to be short swords. Um, and you can see something around her neck. Mm. She's wearing, uh, this mm, seems to be like necklace shaped. Okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, any any kind of more info about that necklace? I could. Ooh, okay. So now you get school, right? School uh, of magic with the yeah, pack. yeah. Well, let's see. Uh, you should actually see a faint aura around any visible creature or object in the area that bears magic, and you learn at school of magic, if any. Mm, this is tough for me to put a magic. Well, I'm gonna say it's uh, necromancy. I kind of motion to the guys, and I'm not gonna walk right up to her. I am gonna just pretend to be another person in in the the market and mm-hmm. sort of like steal some glances and try and get a better look and like see if I can sort of get in and say uh you know hey I noticed you're you got some you got a cool necklace there again you, you know all right, okay, all right can I get in and does it seem like that's a doable thing with the security Shh. she's got I mean it I don't see why not you could totally do it if, you, okay. if that's what you, your angle wants to be uh what are you guys doing while this uh, is I I'm I'm flabbergasted he just walked up he hasn't talked to us at all it seems like he is single-mindedly focused <laughs> yeah I really am I just well, I, I, get to this. I know he's hot on the trail so I'm just like so hyper focused on what he's doing what he's looking at because yeah. I'm like this has been my goal for the whole time like since we learned about the Omega weapons I wanted to yes. get them that makes sense. All right. Um, so you just approach. And so it's like um, she's like looking at a well, it seems like she's holding up a uh, piece of like linen, this brightly colored uh, linen as she's like stretching it out. And like uh, the teller behind her is like, that's going to be 10 gold pieces. She's like, no, I believe it's about five. You know, they're haggling. Mm-hmm. Um, and what do you do? I guess I don't interrupt their interaction. I politely wait until she's done with the cashier. Okay. <laughs> so as you're kind of like standing there, I imagine you're probably like messing with some of the linens that are there. You're maybe picking up with something that like a yeah. I'm blue. trying to look like I'm yeah. idly doing something when you're I'm not, not fooling the Hugan. Who are no. standing oh, there, okay. and they're just like looking at you, 
Oh yeah, you're looking at stuff, but they they're kind of picking up your vibe that you're like waiting for something. But they yeah. they don't seem threatened. They're not like holding their weapons or anything. Okay. Um, but they are accommodating you. You, you keep picking up the same you know thing of toothpaste, put it back down. <laughs> yeah. Up, you look like down. a shoplifter. To your shit. I'm looking around like <laughs> looking but, for the. Like Sif comes up beside him and he's just like trying to whisper. He's like, I, I, at the stall, like is uh. Is it these linens? Like, what, 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 where is and, it? At? And then I walk up to what? Call, call. What, what are we doing? You just asked me to come with you, but now it's, it's the lady. She, she's the audience. It's a no. It's, wait, do we need got, her she's whole, got it. Wait, is she? Hold on. Here she is. You think it's, it's a uh, hello, hello, ma'am. Uh, <clears throat> this is going to seem really strange. Uh, I know, I can't help but notice your necklace. Um. So you look at a woman who is uh, blonde. She's very fair skin. Uh, she seems to be kind of youngish. Uh, I would say maybe like early, early twenties, something like that. Um, but what you take notice when you turn, when she turns to you is this gold necklace with a big red stone in the front of it. And she kind of covers it up and is like, you noticed my necklace. I did. Uh, and being a, a, a magical person myself, maybe not the best way to put that, mm-hmm. but being a magical person myself, I, I can't, I couldn't help but notice it has a, very particular magical energy about it okay um as you're like talking about this necklace and like getting a little bit like more detailed you see the hue can start getting a little little uh their feathers start to like kind of flare up and uh start to hold you know stick their chest out a little bit and she's like come 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 down she says like yes this is a uh heirloom passed down by my father uh i'm sorry my it's very rude i just assume people know who i am i am princess irena oh it's pleasure pleasure to meet you and she puts out her hand carl b rex i i grew up here Oh, okay. Uh, so yes, this is a uh, a family heirloom. Um, it's been handed down uh, from my father, Alex- Alexor. Um, you know the Tsar of this of this land. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what what is so interesting about it? It's never done anything for me. Uh, I mean, I can tell you, it's a it's a very magical item. I don't know exactly what it does. Uh, but it's not not it's not just a magical item. It's a it's a like it's a very magical item. Hmm. She like looks at her guards like. And the guards are like, oh, I don't know what she's talking about. You know, they're looking at each other. Um, perhaps we could talk about this. This is uh, very exciting. And who are these two? Oh, these are these are my traveling companions. Uh, this is this is Bastion. Oh, Sebastian Folk Cadillac Emirata. Sebastian, pleasure to meet you. Pleasure this is uh, Syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she tries to be as uh, polite as possible and sticks out a hand. I I, I reach my little paw out and I give her a little shake. Pleasure to meet you. Um, this is uh, exciting news. We've always wanted to know what this this thing did. Uh, perhaps we could work together on this. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, let's. Is there a? Is there a? a I don't. Know, a little cafe we could sit at. Sure, 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 sure. She uh, starts walking towards uh, through the uh, streets of a dim. Uh, um, real fast, I, I lean in, whisper to these two. Um, you said it's from her father, the Czar and Princess something or another. Uh, are we a bit in over our heads? Because uh, if I don't, I'm just saying we should potentially be careful with this. Hey, Bastion, uh, where there's money, there's always work, baby. Okay. Given the events of the last few months with you two, I think we literally cannot die. <laughs> so let's so let's just <laughs> let's just go headlong headlong into this and see where it takes us. All right, that's fine. Like, just, are we talking murder? Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, if we, if we, if we do anything, 
It could be like an entire town that wants to kill us. Yeah, I'm not. In, it's not my intention to take the item. I first and foremost, I really am just trying to figure out what is it. What what can it do? Uh, mm. And then okay, you know, I got gotcha. you. You're not gonna take it from a corpse. We're not. Wait, we're not gonna. Wait, take, wait. His wink is so slow. We're not gonna make <laughs> it. And he blinks both eyes, but like, but squishes one cheek as if he's trying to blink. I I I wink, but it's like both eyes, and they're like kind of offset. though. <laughs> one first, then the other. Ah, oh, I, I see what you're saying. It's a ruse. Yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> my favorite word about not a ruse. she seems perfectly lovely you know she i can't i can't i walked up to her and asked her about her necklace and she was yeah. pretty cool about it so i don't know she seems she seems so, decent. yeah it's a little upsetting that you want to take it off a dead corpse yeah well i don't know why you, sorry, okay <laughs> you, just, you just can't get past all right you're still you're, you're kind of stuck on the one thing let's let's move ahead Wait, he <laughs> never said nothing about killing i just assumed that you're gonna kill her and take it off a corpse. oh yeah. i would never hurt the woman like that she seems so nice <laughs> you guys uh follow her as she leads you into uh deeper into the city um finally you get past some of the uh shacks that have been built here and to a proper building uh that seems to be like a uh, a vidim tea house of some sort named i don't have a name i'm sorry <laughs> it needs a name zach it needs a name uh vidim tea house um birds of a feather the drinking yes. bird yeah the drinky bird. The drinky bird. The drinky bird is very good. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. Uh, into the tea house, the drinky bird. Um, and she sits at a table um, and gestures for all of you to sit. Yeah. I, I sit down. I, I sit down. And uh, she takes it off and puts it on the table for you to expect. Oh. I immediately do. Just just unable to help myself, I immediately. I snatched it. Run at that. No. I, 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 I kind of check uh, immediately. Okay. Um, she says, I guess this, my father has given me this. And uh, he said it was very powerful, but he's, uh, well, he's not in the best of health anymore. And I, I don't know what to believe. Uh, I'd, I'd love to know what it, what it is. Um, yeah, go ahead. Give me an arcana check. That is uh, an eight, but it was also a nat one. <laughs> Oh no! So I was gonna say, it crumbles in your hands. Yeah. <laughs> I still have inspiration, but you can't fix a net one. It's just a failure. Well, you, no, the inspiration. This type of inspiration is an advantage, right? It's correct. Not part you of roll a second die. Mm-hmm. Roll a second die. Cannot remember what that was for. The last episode where he said, "You know, you can leave whenever you want." Oh god, yeah. that was a long time ago. Yeah. Better. That's an eleven. Better. That was eleven. Like a three. All right. Imagine so. if he. Like four. just four. chose the spell identify. I like, know. Imagine, <laughs> if just, imagine if he just he just had that spell. Imagine since, that. Oh my since god. Episode one. Christian's <laughs> been, been on asking, that. Asking for him to get identify. So you roll a four plus seven eleven. Um, unfortunately, it's not a whole lot more than you got from your detect magic. You got. You do know that this is an an omega of some sort. An omega, not weapon, but an omega artifact. This is certainly very powerful. But what it does. And all, all you know is that the school of magic is necromancy. This seems to have some kind of uh, dark energy to it. It's a, it's got a necromantic power. I don't want to be. It's sort of step out of line here. Is it okay if I put it on? Um, you see the two Hugans like tilt, tilt their heads to the side like birds do, you know, <laughs> like like crows do, like when they see something interesting, like really. And she's like, no, no, please. I I I don't know. I. I trust him. Please. Um, and before he does, I lean in. I'm like, this is a good alternation to the roost there, Carl. And I, I <laughs> wink again. Yes, it's full of dark energies. Definitely. Ooh, wink. 
So you <laughs> you put this necklace on um, and you're expecting something to wash over you and you try to connect with it. And that's when you realize that you can't because it's already connected to somebody else. Okay. It's already been connected to somebody. Okay. Is there like uh Can he tell it, whether that person is the girl? It's not her. Uh, probably her dad. So is this does this have something to do with like the way magical items get attuned to people and you have well, to like yes. untune so it? So when Bastion got the um the voice of Torm and and he connected with it, it accepted his soul. This this thing still has somebody else's soul connected to it. It was like soul bound or whatever. Yes. Do we need, like, need to go see the witch doctor to. Well, is, to it, is it possible that maybe it's attached to her father and then that's why he's like dying that it's, not, it's no longer with him? I mean, I mean, these are all possibilities. How do you feel about exhuming your father? <laughs> he's not I mean, dead. He's, he's not he's dead. Not he's dead. A, he's oh. the czar of a dim. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> So we could kill him and then exhume. <laughs> how, how close to death is your father? <laughs> we offer these services. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, this artifact is still soul bound to somebody. Okay. Uh, uh, miss, uh, so this, this seems to be the energy I'm getting from this and, and, the, and the lack of uh, response from this object you've experienced. I, I think this a magical item attuned to someone and it's still attuned to that person until and until we break that attunement there's not really anything we're going to find out about it hmm. you know if your father is the man or the person some soul is tuned to this item i'm i'm going to be honest i don't think he knew what it was he, he said it was very special and but he's very fickle-minded sometimes um he he really gave it to me because it was very it was beautiful and it was a one-of-a-kind piece but he, he could tell it was magical but i don't i don't think he could connect to it either so did he is this something that's been in your family for a long time, or is this something that he's come across? I, I believe it, it's something he came across. It, uh, something he bought. Bought for me. Where did he buy it at, oh, if you don't mind me asking? Well, I, honestly, I don't know. The, uh, we have the Kareev traders who come in all the time, who travel all over the Rothian Plains, and perhaps he bought it from one of the market stalls, as you see. Now, you say your father is uh, under the weather? Well, yes. Yes, he's... Uh, he doesn't, he's, hasn't been the best health. Uh, it's, it's kind of a personal matter, if you don't mind. Oh, it's okay. I, I, I don't want to pry, but now I'm curious. But, uh, you know, if I If you respect- just want to roll insight on that, you can totally do that if I okay. totally was giving you something new. A natural 20. I got a natural 20. Ooh. <laughs> I, I, did get, I did not get a natural 20, but uh, I did roll a 21. So, in her <laughs> demeanor when she's talking about her father and how mm. sick he is, um, she is obviously trying to hide something mm. shameful. It's not really like he's close to death, but she feels somewhat shame. Yeah. Um, I think I, I intervene uh, at that point. Like, uh, yeah, I understand it's a personal matter. Um, and we, we won't push if you tell us not to, but uh, are you okay? Mm. You, 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 you seem upset. I understand. Parents sick. I, I, I get that. If it's just that, I'll, I'll let it be. But you seem more than just bothered. All right. I like, I like where you're going with this. I would like you to roll me persuasion, and I'm going to give you advantage because you uh, got a good, good, a good roll in the last one, and you kind of saw some insight and are using it. Good, because that was a two. <laughs> that one was a ten total. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. She says. Oh, no good. Yes, I. Uh, I'm okay. I, I thank you for for looking in. Uh, 
it's it's been it's been hard our me and my sisters have been taking over for some time now and uh it's just uh it's a lot to to bear on us but if you can find where this comes from i mean i'm sure it would be valuable uh i i, I we make it worth your time i mean, yeah i mean i i can't speak for my my companions but i'm i'm interested but uh, i have one one more follow up question did he start to get sick around the same time you got this gem um this necklace no no he's He's been sick for some time okay. now, and uh, we've been we've been dealing with it, and he's he's been he's been okay. But uh, gotcha. Yes, it's it hasn't gotten many better. Gotcha. Just wanted to make sure because I think Carl, you said this was some dark ent- energies, right? Definitely yeah. shouldn't be wearing it on your person. <laughs> I mean, I, I as far as I know, it's harmless. I can't, you know, don't quote me on that. Uh, just seems to have some kind of dark energy in it. I really really mm. can't ascertain much else. Necromantic dark energies. So perhaps we should find um somebody who could cast a cast a higher spell on it uh, perhaps uh, so there has to be something that can that can look into this i mean i don't have a lot of experience with detuning magical items but is there any you know do you have a town uh <laughs> i don't know a, a town town wizard <laughs> in a hut somewhere that we can <laughs> <laughs> or perhaps maybe you can ask your father where he picked this up yeah i think i think that's a good point um well i I could I could do that and then um if that would give you any kind of help and Yeah. I mean maybe we could start to investigate it for you. I think that's I think that's a start. We're a little pressed for time, but uh, I think we can squeeze this in. I will say if you do wish to meet the uh the best witch doctor we have here, her name is Waylin. Waylin, alright. Where's she at? Um she tells you somewhere deeper in somewhere deeper in the perch. Does she have like a like a cool hut, you know, that has a name? No, 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 <laughs> no, I, I understand what you're pointing. <laughs> and she uh, laughs at that. Uh, no, Waylon is just, she's an odd bird, but she's, she's good. Oh, all right. Yeah. You can find her in the perch. The perch. All right. Yeah. Add it to the doo-doo list. <laughs> um, and now when, um, when you ask your father about this, uh, this gem, how, how are we going to get back in touch with you? Oh, I will find you. Okay. The bird, uh, the two Hugan kind of nod their head at you. Um, I mean, is this an inn or is this just a... Yeah, just a regular, like, it could be an inn, yeah. yeah. I mean, the drinky bird, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, we'll be here. We'll, we'll stay here tonight. All right. Um, that is, um, that's, that's, this is great. I didn't expect to find anything out about this for uh, pretty much ever. It's just, just a, just a nice necklace that he gave me. I'm, I'm glad you found something more in it. Um, but I will meet you back here at dawn. That sounds wonderful. That sounds lovely. Can um, I can I ask what what's with the weapons? I noticed those are a little magical too. Yes, these are um, my personal guards, uh, Laszlo, and let me see. I wrote down another guy, and I don't have him. Uh, okay, Laszlo, guys got another bird name. Bird name. Bird is Laszlo a bird name? Nope. Okay, it's a it's. I think it is. It's a good bird name. Laszlo and <laughs> Sieg, Siegfried. Siegfried. <laughs> Siegfried. <laughs> Their names are Siegfried and Roy. Laszlo <laughs> <laughs> and Siegfried. Uh, and Roy. Okay. Siegfried and Roy. Yeah, the one guy's name is Siegfried, Siegfried and Roy. Roy. Yes. And then- <laughs> Siegfried, Roy, and Laszlo. Uh, these, these are my personal guards, and they are um, well-equipped. Let's just say that. I, I meant... Oh, when you, when, so when you said the two weapons were glowing, it was their weapons, right? Yes. yes. Okay, I thought she had two weapons. No, okay. that's her. Uh, the, her guards. But yes, I will, I will be back at dawn and with, with as much information as I can get. Sounds like a plan. This is kind of you. Uh, I wasn't expecting you to be so accommodating with this inquiry. Uh, you know, any, inquiry. anything that we could have answers to right now would be really great, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, and she takes her leave of you guys. 
Nice yeah. to meet you. Have a good day. Yes, you too. As he uh, kind of bows politely. I try to bow. I clack my beak at her respectfully. Of ass. Sure. <laughs> going to roll in regular D20. It's a natural one, Zach. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so, Bastard, you watch her bow, and you've seen lots of people yeah. bow before. You can do it; you're yeah. fine. But you don't accommodate for the warhammer that and, is and, on and your back, and the ba- brand new full plate that I've never worn before. Yes. So you're clinking over, and you're trying to bow, and that warhammer just slides over top, putting you off kilter, and you fall flat <laughs> on your face. I was, I was picturing more of like a he bends over, but just keeps like rolls and ends up doing a full roll forward and landing on his back yeah either that's very good too i like that one better yeah so you just roll right over and make a big loud mess <laughs> chairs get pushed out of the way teacups slam to the ground and uh, everyone just clears out and she kind of gasps Oh, geez. It's like when you've got a backpack with long straps on your back. Yes. And you lean down and then it slides up your back and it suddenly pulls you forward. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in high school and you carry all your books. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, you guys have the date to yourself. If there's anything else you wanted to do or if we would just want to push forward. Uh, what did what did we want? What other witch doctor? Her name is Waylon. No, what, what did we? Why did we? Why was she brought she up? She would be able to, to perhaps cast a spell that to identify the same. Oh, okay. But we don't have it on us. So. You don't. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, but we'll be meeting up with the. Uh, what's the princess's name? Irina. Irina, um, with her tomorrow. So, what time is it in the day? Is it? Like- um. Well, we could say it's probably later. Okay. Just yeah. to push things along. Um. Let's say it's a, some time uh, after five ish. Yeah. Um. I don't really know what there is for us to do. Here. Yeah, family here. Too? I mean, I was just gonna say. Yeah. Other other than me going to see my family. Um. Let's see. Well, I'll tell you what, as soon as she walks away, I touch my cap and I, and I say, Hey, Caspian, it's your best friend, Stifilis. I want to tell you what I just saw. It was an Omega. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You definitely have enough words. <laughs> Zach was actively counting. Also, how you been? <laughs> Syphilis, it's good to hear from you. Uh, another Omega. You are very surprising. And then I start to try to talk back, but I forget. Yeah. But I go, oh, now you respond. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, what do you guys want to do? Do you want to go see uh, Pops? Mom? What's going on? My father's name is Alabaster. Yes, he is. Let's go. Is he an Alabaster? <laughs> Good God. <laughs> well, let's go find out. we'll leave my mother a mystery for now hey birds of a feather man you know we can (laughs) obliquely refer to her (laughs) as the drowned woman weird it's a strange name for her mom yeah yeah it's very aggressive (laughs) okay so um where do you think you do you think you live where all the other hugan and all the raven folk live um do you think you're among the common folk think so yeah okay uh what did, if you had, i know you did not think about this did what does alabaster do alabaster not to throw you under the bus but i'm just saying no yeah i think i mean he is at least a practicer of magic mm-hmm. um but like i think he's a little bit like me because i mean all raven folk really come from the sort of they're thieves and rogues and yeah. stuff like that. Um, yeah. But like my father's interest in magic is what made me eventually look at that as like a thing I could do. Do you think he was a geomancy magic 
user? No. Or? No. Was he Jason would have been better at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, his, he got into geomancy because his dad thought that was the worst type of magic. <laughs> so he's like, I'll show you. <laughs> I, to prove him wrong. I think my father was not super into magic. He wasn't like a wizard. He kind of used it as just as an aid of like, you know, why pick a lock when you can, you know, do this other little trick. He's a janitor who used like... um magic uh, hand whatever it's called oh, um, mage hand, mage yeah. hand to like you know uh, mop the like floors. <laughs> yeah okay. it's it's little tricks and stuff he didn't yeah. get that deep into it which is what it, yeah it exposed carl to magic but he didn't have a proper like teacher oh he, he could do, he, he essentially took the feet where he could learn some cantrips yeah yeah he knows he knows cantrips and that's about it okay um all right so you guys live i'm gonna say you do live near the perch so this is where the most of these ravenfolk kind of hang out and just like you would think, their houses are kind of stacked on top of each other. Um, these like structures, uh, these kind of ramshackle structures. Again, the dim is not a very um, opulent city. But they do take their time on those roofs. Yeah, they do take their time. <laughs> what opulent means. I feel like that is fancy. Opulent yeah, I think is like, it's yeah, like rich. Fancy yeah. in an expensive way. Yeah. I know the word. I just heard it. Splendorous. Yeah. Both of those work. Um, and Ostentatiously rich and yeah. luxurious or lavish. Yeah, definitely. It's a little extra, but it got us there. Um, yeah, again, uh, these are all kind of built. It's like a shanty town. Yeah, it's kind of like a shanty town. All of these places, they're they're not very big. They don't need a lot of space. Most of the uh, Raven folk around here, you're not used to having a lot of space. Um, and they're all kind of stacked and built on each other. Even though they can't fly, they still like this kind of height to their houses. And so you kind of, as you guys are going there, you can see, as Carl points out, and he's like, you know, that's his house up there. And you realize you're gonna have to like start climbing <laughs> to get up there and <laughs> i'm sure bastion in oh. all of his metal and stuff yeah just laying on the stairs like come back for me later yeah Br- bring a lot of people carry me i'm <laughs> picturing can't. the stairs that like sort of snake their way up this yeah. stack of houses is like it's it's long sticks with a bunch of cross sti- like single yes. cross sticks on it. And that's the extent of like ladders or steps that you get. Exactly. It's like effectively climbing a telephone pole. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But you guys do it with ease. I mean, yeah. birds, it's no big deal. Yeah. But uh yeah, for for anybody with some weight, yeah. you're hearing some uh some creaks as so, you start. Serious going question, up. can I make it up? I mean Sif makes it up pretty easy, yeah, I guess. Sif is yeah. fine. Yeah. Bash it's like going to see Pi May. It's like Yes. <laughs> it's a huge Exactly. Track. Yes. Like Pi May, but just terrible. I don't know what Pi May is. Uh, it's from Kill Bill. Bill. Um, Bastion, you can give me a, I guess athletics. Let's go sure. athletics just to be kind. Yeah, that is one of my better. Wow. Um, 23. 23. So you look at this and it is a daunting feat to get up here and lug all of this heavy metal on you. But you're surprisingly strong. You're stronger than even you thought. And you eventually can get up about three houses. It's about two rows up and then three houses in as you find the... Uh, b-rex household um what do you do carl you gonna knock on the door <clears throat> uh, sorry carl was yawning <laughs> um, no, jason was yawning i yeah it's hard uh, to I tell know. where they they meet and they yeah I, just, <laughs> I have this other person that lives inside me yes. um he's always failing to identify magic item <laughs> <laughs> i uh i yeah i i knock on the door with uh eh, whatever Bir- birds don't have a special knock they just knock <laughs> yeah okay yeah not everything has to be a thing <laughs> no, that's true yeah not everything has to be a thing um and you knock and eventually opening the door is alabaster what does alabaster look like he is a mottled gray um like you ever see uh, I don't know if it's calico. Ca- it's the cats that have like the mottled looking appearance. Mm-hmm. 
he's that he's roughly the same color as me but he's like dark gray and with mottled tannish okay t- like tannish off-white grayish oh, awesome um is he he's a i guess probably like you in stature where he's not like built he's just a kind of lanky kind of guy yeah okay um but yeah he opens the door like he seems like he was like not even paying attention just opening the door and then sees you and like drops his teacup and wraps his bird arms and Carl, that's good to see you. <laughs> father. <laughs> father. <laughs> I say. <laughs> Come on in. Come on in. Bastion? Hey. You made it up the steps this time. I, I, I did. I've been working now. How are you doing there, I, I'm, uh, Alabaster? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. And, and, and who's this guy? <laughs> he kind of like rubs this, uh, this furry rat head oh pleasure to meet you mr alabaster i've been your friends uh oh your son's friend for quite a bit now he's very terrifying please please come 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 in and come in and uh he turns around and you're in like yeah this home is not very big it's like a mess you can see in the corner there's like a you know good spot where they probably like nest down i imagine that carl kind of sleeps you know crouched position sometimes <laughs> like a bird and i think that's what alabaster does as well it's not not a lot going on here there's a little you know stove in the corner uh maybe some small parts of furniture probably a small uh like a coffee table where they would kneel and have tea or what have you um come, come, come on in everybody i'm please um and he's down what, what brings you back son uh well honestly business se- se- seeing you is, is lovely father yeah uh, it's good as, to see as, you too son <laughs> Zach, is this what you make us sound like when you talk to your friends, like yeah. when you coach in football? Uh, <laughs> yep, that's right. Uh, I, I, I know it's been a while. Uh, mm-hmm. Didn't expect to see you this soon, but business brought me here. Uh, we, we, God, we have we have a lot to unpack for you, but uh, uh, yeah, we're we're long story short, we're in the, we're in the neighborhood. If it didn't figure I could, uh, I would feel right if I didn't stop by. Oh, I really appreciate you did, I, and then to see you, Bastion. It's been it's been so long. I know, and uh, yeah. I, it hasn't been. It's been since you came to Bjornheim with Carl and his yeah. initial uh, trip out there before before we uh, hired him. Yes, and he, has he been doing good work? Is he still employed? Back, Carl, are you still employed? Well, I am. Uh, I this am is a, taking too long to answer. <laughs> I'm a passion. Oh, he's he's. Oh, sorry. I just started trying to talk like a nerd too. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, sir, he's uh, employed with the Goose Cannons. A uh, very profitable mercenary band. Mercenary, indeed. We we, we uh, yeah. I thought we were doing holy work. I, uh, mercenaries. Well, <laughs> Wait, this sir, is good, this is good mercenary work. Bastion is is it? Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, Carl. I, oh I, God. I, I, I left the, <laughs> the warhammer out downstairs. Can you go grab it real quick? Oh God. He like holds his head. Uh, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> sir, sir. It's very profitable. Did I say that? And also, did I mention? I don't like to say this often because I am the captain. But uh, he's like a full member, like partner into the into no. the enterprise. You know? I, 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 have- I, I open the door. I throw my warhammer. Carl, can you go get that? <laughs> <laughs> Falls through the roof. Yeah, just, some poor yeah. bird. Just, call, just please leave the room for a minute. I just need, just go get the. I can't go down the stairs again. Oh, he's gonna tattle on you, man. 
Yeah, we can. I we think can he's going to battle on oh, you. Oh, Art, we oh, are. I'll do it in front of your face. Your son is a dark wizard. <laughs> <laughs> he's in bed with demons. He speaks deep speech. He speaks in our head. I'm scared of him every day. <laughs> Sir, please save your son. Come on, go get my warhammer. I have more stuff to say. Bastion is making a big show of it. Let, let me be clear, Father. I, I, and I'm standing behind him, like shaking my head, like <laughs> we, we. <laughs> first and foremost. We are doing good work. I, I shake my head. I don't more. know if we're doing the Lord's <laughs> work, but we're uh, doing good works. I can only take so much. This <laughs> is this is a lot. Um, dark wizard. He's got a book that speaks to him at night. <laughs> so Sebastian just is pouring his guts out. He's been hiding this all this time. <laughs> And now that he's in front of a parental figure, he feels like he needs to come clean. And you can see Alabaster, uh, the feathers are starting to fall from him as he's starting to get nervous and his arms are shaking. Uh, I, this is all, all a lot. Uh, can I get anybody tea? And he's just walking over to the corner and starts pouring uh, tea, but his uh, the teapot is like clanking against the cup as he's like pouring it. Anybody else want some? He's, he downs one real quick. Tea sounds lovely, sir. And he, uh, he comes back pouring tea and his hands are trembling on this tray <laughs> as he's coming around. Okay, uh, all right, I'm going to sit down and um, please slow down and tell me. All right, let's start with the mercenary work first. So, so you're a part owner of a mercenary group, right? Yes. Uh, I mean, that's we, good, in, in, that's in good. that, yeah, we, we're all okay. partners and we own property. We have a boat uh, okay. with, a, with a crew that we, we pay very well. So they, they, ha- they have an exciting way, life on the sea. That's way better than, than I thought. Like, I thought you were just like a mercenary, you know, working for nobody. We, we actually don't even really work for anyone. We kind of just like find money almost. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like to be honest, we do good, uh, sir. Your son, like, helped. Uh, you know, we helped murder, like, um, uh, you know, like. Wait, it, let, let's let's back up a bit. Let's frame this. Uh, oh, that sounded bad, didn't it? We're, the we're, murder part. So there is a plot against Bjornheim that we are trying to unfold. Uh, mm. That we're trying to t- trying to foil. Uh, and that you know, the fate of Bjornheim is in the balance, and we are instrumental in in interrupting this. This scheme. Okay, well, that's that's good, son. He, he, he and, seems like real happy. And, hey, hey, and, my, <laughs> and my wizardly magics are are, are part of that. Uh, Blooming into are, an are, evil are, darkness are, from are which you will never escape. In <laughs> S- sir, sir, I want to vouch for your son. You ever hear of a Yotan giant? I'm I'm not too aware of them, but you, but you won't hear of a one called uh, Screwball. What's his name? Scrotar the Shiva. Scrotar. I thought you won't hear about Scrotar because you know what? We killed his ass. Okay. All right. All right. Listen, I understand you, you killed giants, but but Carl, what's this? Uh, he looks like he looks at Bastion, and as Bastion is furiously nodding his head, <laughs> what's this? <laughs> this dark wizard stuff. Uh, that's that's troubling. You see, as he starts to like rub his uh, I guess hands together. Yeah, his feathery hands. Mm-hmm. Um. Well. I, I, I've been originally I wanted to see your interest in magic originally mm-hmm. is what what got me interested in it. I, I, I was the roguish type like most. And, and then oh, got the, your old dad magic. Yeah, magic. It mm-hmm. just calls to you. And I tried my hand at geomancy and tried and tried and just it, it, it was it was futile. It, yeah, there he was, sucks. Sir. It's so bad. It was it was quite <laughs> terrible. And more recently, I've been turning toward necromancy, and oh, okay, it, I've 
I really have, I think, found my bliss with it. <laughs> Necromancy. Oh. Wait, what? Wait, yeah, wait, hold on. You didn't, you, I don't think you ever explicitly said Excuse Necromancy Excuse me, Necromancy? Uh, oh, boy. Yeah, I... You have I, a lot to explain it, though. You know, it's very dark magic. It's not exactly what I is. wanted you to do. It, uh, I know it has a reputation for driving people further and further into it. Uh, yeah, I, and insane carving cop, sigils in themselves. And, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, but uh, it, it's going pretty well so far, to be honest. Mm, um, listen, uh, oh, we. we I, 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 le- I lean in and whisper. He mind controlled three men and then made them do his bidding. Four men. Four men and made them do his bidding. <laughs> I love that you correct him as he's whispering because <laughs> you heard him. You know, well, you know, I, I correct you because it was so cool and improbable that it happened the way it did. That but is, uh, it, Also, it affect- sir, it wasn't sexual like you might think. We don't know that to be true. So. <laughs> uh, they were there and there was plenty of witnesses that will attest that it was not sexual. It was uh, in the uh, security. T- it was in order to ensure the security of Bjornheim. Uh, all right. All right. So you're, you're, you're a great wizard, apparently. You're doing very good. Better than I expected. And Honestly, a lot better than I was at one point. It was frankly embarrassing. It bothers me that you went to necromancy. I, 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 this is something that we've discussed before. This is not, we, we, we're not supposed to do necromancy. You know, it's, it, it, it's, a, it's a very dark, son. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what to tell <laughs> you. It's not, it's not a phase. It's who I am. <laughs> Gold. Um, it, uh, you know, it, it, it's a magic. It has no conscience of its own. Mm. I don't know. Maybe it does. I don't think it does. But it's, it's how you use it. And I'm using it for good. Uh, Do you remember the last time you used necromancy, Carl? Wait. What? Excuse, excuse what me? Do you, what do you mean? Is that how? He looks at Bastion and he looks at Sif. Um, oh, oh, we're keeping secrets now? What? He, he might not remember, boys. It's it's been a while. So this is actually kind of why I wanted to see you. Which is, uh, have you ever heard of a man called Ludwig? Yes, yes. Ludwig Van Cleef. Yes. He said uh, to me at one point, "There's something in his blood." He that could be true. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have a family history of perhaps some necromancers. Uh, uh, <laughs> this uh, isn't uh, Carl's first rodeo. <laughs> why, why didn't you not tell us about this? Because he probably doesn't remember. Why does I, he not this, remember? This Alabaster. is the first I'm hearing of this. <laughs> what? Well, Alabaster. Uh, Everybody and, and I'm a little, a little more shocked. Yeah. Then you two, as I clearly have some repressed memories <laughs> that my father uh, should maybe allow. Uh, don't we all, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone have, have a seat. It's just a little story. It won't take long. So um, We all sit uh, where we were standing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody moves at all. It's not enough room to move. But he, he just uh, goes through the motion. How when... Um, Carl always was a very a bright kid. He uh, he always took the magic very very quickly and uh, wanted to follow and you know old dad's footsteps. You know a little bit of here this and that little fireworks here. You know mage hand there. Not nothing crazy, but Carl took into magic really quick and uh, he learned very fast. And uh, he might have gotten a couple spells that he probably shouldn't have at his young age. Uh, and one of those was uh, a revive spell. He was very good at. It. He was he was practicing. And uh, 
And I would tell him, no, son, you don't need to revive, you know, the, the little bugs in the corner. You're like, just leave them, let them die. It's fine. No big deal. But uh, one time, uh, one of the neighborhood kids, uh, he, uh, he fell off these steps out here. And he was, he was gone. He was gone. But uh, Carl went down there and, well, he, he tried his best and uh, passed out. It didn't work. But um, we had to rem- when he woke up, he didn't remember his own name. We had to teach him everything that happened. And uh, that's why we pointed you towards geomancy. Because uh, it kind of sounds like necromancy. <laughs> and uh, it's a lot less, lot less dark. And uh, we just wanted you to be, you know, the best geomancy you could be. But it seems like you have a calling, son. It just, it just it wasn't working. As, as much working. scary as this might be for you. Yeah, it's very scary. Uh, I just, I can't, I can't help but think this was meant to be in some sense. Uh, I mean, uh, that troubles me. The, son. the numbers don't lie. <laughs> he was cold, guys. I, I, he didn't know where he was. We had to teach him everything again, and and um, we were happy because you know, get away from the necromancy stuff, especially since it made him pass out. And you know, and the, the poor kid Penn, he didn't, he didn't make it. But uh, but he he tried his best. But it was he was different afterwards. Some, something left him. How old was Carl when this happened? Uh, he was he was very young. I was like ten, something like that. I mean, that's that to to have to reteach him everything. That's oh that's yeah, old. it was terrible. He's the potty training. That's why Carl still shits his pants. Oh yeah, it all makes sense. Why he's so good at making others shit their pants? <laughs> oh my god, it all comes together. But that, uh, I, um, I, we haven't told you that, son, just because we wanted you to, you know, find your own path and hopefully stick to this geomancy stuff and kind of leave the necromancy behind. But it seems that it's found you in some way. Uh, it sure has. Uh, I'm sorry, Carl. I don't mean to be. Uh, it's not like I, when we lie about Santa Claus or something. This is this is much more. No, you ha- you you did what you did for good reasons. Uh, Whew, I don't really know what to say other than. I'll do my best. I, I, I guess. Um, I, I, I do worry, though. You say, you say these books? Yeah, there's a dark book, uh, and then Carl found it on a guy who carved himself up and then tried to bite his own tongue off and then tried to kill a woman. And oh. then he was like, oh, Bastion, oh, oh, always... oh, he was like, oh, sweet. You know what? Let's follow in his footsteps. Bastion, 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 Bastion. Stop, stop. You... Chernobyl. That's a guy, right? Chern- too, Chernobyl. Yes. Too much information. Too much. I don't listen. Just give me the small details, okay? He's Chernobyl. worshiping a dark god called Chernobyl. I can accept your lifestyle, but I know what you're throwing <laughs> in my face. <laughs> Chernobyl. Uh, um, okay, that's that's not good. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, that's yeah. that's really bad. Um, where did you get this uh, book? I got it from Litwig. Mm, but why does it? You got you got one before that from um oh i'm sorry um, ship. i stole that from a yeah. ship oh mm. yeah and then i yeah, let right. your son read it because i didn't know it was bad and they, and they connected you in some way yeah in a really deep way oh, not, i wasn't really sure how but i'm having all kinds of dreams about it uh i'm telepathic now wow <laughs> yeah I big, with that one well, not well, psychic okay. i can't like well, hear your thoughts go ahead and I, Say something to me. <laughs> he looks at you like kind of uh, a quiz. I say, uh, uh, because I can do it in any voice. I want. <laughs> Hello, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Is that hey, voice? Hey, Dad, I tell you what. <laughs> that's that's his telepathic voice. Get in, stamp it. I, I, I don't want that in my head. <laughs> Man, oh, if I see that, yeah, he, he backs up like, oh my gosh, this is great. I don't, I don't know how to feel about this. Like, I, 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 like part of me is excited that you're, you're obviously expanding. Your, your mind is expanding, but it's like, this, is, this worries me, son. Are you, are you okay? I, you're taking too long to answer. To, 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 because to be honest, I don't know. What I do know is this is giving me a lot of tools to work with in order to save a lot of people. Okay, okay. And even if in the end, I mean, I hope it doesn't consume me, but if I'm worse off at the end, oh boy. I think maybe it's worthwhile. That's deep stuff, son. Uh, and very brave of you. You know what? It's going to be okay, I guess. It's going to be all right. Bastion's so disappointed. I, I, <laughs> and, he, and he looks at you like he doesn't know what to do at this point. Like he's I, obviously something has chosen him that's bigger than anything else. Um, he's like, Bastion, you, you'll look out for him though, right? You make sure he's, he doesn't stray from the path or anything. You no, know, it's, I, it's too late for that, man. I, I, joking aside, there's nothing I can do. Oh boy, I don't like that. You could have lied to me a little bit. I, you know, I told you not to give it's, me too much detail, but you could have lied to Golda. It's, it's not something alabaster. I mean, like Sif is a good person at heart, but I feel like he helps tug him in that direction too. Uh, sc- oh, excuse me. <laughs> oh no, never! Not the pirate captain. Never. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, sir. Um, I uh, we're not pirates. We haven't robbed other. You have a boats. very nice hat, though. Right. Oh yeah, Pirate-y sweet. Hat. The guys gave him to me by a pirate, actually. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm just. I'm stressed. I'm just. I'm taking it out on you. No, That's it's good. Fair, right? uh, you know, take it out on us, not your son, who you could probably pull his pants down and spank on like a good father. You know, <laughs> do do it, Elbas. <laughs> are there any dead bugs or like a pile of bones anywhere? <laughs> <laughs> if there, you know what? Yeah, there's dead bugs in here. There's not a pile of bones because uh, that's your mom's strange. bones are around somewhere. <laughs> Jeez. Shut up, Ashen. We had an agreement. <laughs> oh, the incident. <laughs> that was Bastion. Uh, Are you going to do something to this pile? Um, Let's say it's a couple like beetles. Uh, yeah, I think uh, during all the because you guys, you, Bastion and Sif are talking to my dad, and as I'm like just sort of wanting the conversation, like I, I'm a, not annoyed, but it. like you're yeah, past this point. Yeah, I'm past it. Like I know that no matter what my dad says, I'm going to doing right. this so it's just kind of <laughs> like me a, now, Dad. like yeah like i'm not bored by the conversation but i'm almost like sort no, of like I totally get it. picking up my nails kind of and instead mm. of picking up my nails i'm looking at the bugs and just kind of making them dance around a little bit and okay yeah they're all on their back and their legs start moving some of them turn over get up a little bit walking around mm-hmm. and then if you don't pay attention to them they die immediately because it's like you're not casting a spell but you're just like kind of playing with it yeah um and alabaster says well um boys you're you're welcome to stay here and um if you for your, for your time being in Vidim, um, I'll look into perhaps any maybe you you said something about like family members or something. Yeah, did you, Jason? Did you tell us about the soon my kin thing? Oh, did you? I don't think you did. The what? The soon my kin thing. It could have happened. Oh, camera. yeah. Um, no, I don't think okay. I did. Yeah, I don't know about family. I mean, if if you have any brothers or sisters that you know are also dark evil wizards that are hell bent on ending the world, then. 
you know, that would be good information, I suppose. <laughs> and yeah, none, none, none of that sort, of course. But um, we've had practices of magic. I could, I could ask and ask yeah. around and see maybe, maybe someone in the lineage. I'd, 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 I'd appreciate it. And then I, I stage whisper, let's stage an intervention next time we're in town. We'll bring like a bunch of holy people and try and like get it out of them. We could try that. We could try that. All right, great, no great. I'll, I'll, send, I'll, send, I'll send you a note. Okay, that sounds good. Uh, Father, I, I have a, a question for you. Uh, not about this. Not as though I'm trying to change the subject, but we have, <laughs> we have some, some business we're trying to take care of here. Sure. Do you know of any, uh, are there any other magical folk in town who are good at identifying artifacts? Or anyone who is good with magical items and attunement? Um, the only one that comes to mind is Waylon. Uh, she's, you know, the, the witch doctor here. She kind of okay. does that business. All right. Well, she's, she's strange, though. Yeah, we've yeah. been told. Well, that's good to know. Uh, we, 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 we'd been told about her by somebody else, and uh, we'd have confirmation at least that she's the one to go to. Yeah, I, I would try that. I'm, yeah, you know me, I, I don't have those kind of magical powers. But. Uh. Should we hit her up before the end of the night, um, and then have her meet us at the uh, the Drinky Bird? At perhaps, night? perhaps, yeah, because uh, that would probably be pretty good. But sir, sir, listen, gonna take care of your boy. Um, but uh, do you know anything about the Czar? Oh, <laughs> the Czar, yeah. Um, he's been really strange lately. Uh, seems. He's, we never see him anymore. He used, to, he used to walk the marketplace all the time. It's been months at a time that he hasn't been out there. And it just seems, just seems odd. So you have heard any rumors or something? Because we met well, his lovely daughter and kind of tight-lipped about it. Like she didn't want to tell us the whole story, you know? Yeah. Um, he's, the rumors are, are, are all over the place. Some people say he's sick. Others say that he's, he's like... Uh, losing his mind or something. He changes uh, uh, royal decrees day to day. And he's, he's got guards posted in one place. He moves them around. He's got all kinds of interests outside of the outside of the dim. And then he changes his mind right away. It's, it's, it's very strange. Sounds kind of like this Chernobyl shit, you know? Oh, I, I wouldn't know anything about that. But I, I mean, he just seems to be very fickle in his judgments. And it seems he's not a... Hey, it's not like he used to be. He, he was called father to the people before. It just seems he's just not around anymore. And it, uh, we're all starting to get a little worried. Perhaps he's under the thrall of something. Yeah, I mean, that's a possibility, but they're, they're pretty tight-lipped in there. And, and the, uh, the sisters are taking care of him as much as they can. That's, uh, that's good information. But again, nothing, nothing's concrete. It just, it just seems odd. I mean, that is some insight. into. I mean, at least some, something about his behavior, if not the exact condition. I'll, I'll ask around though. Yeah, thanks, Albasta. Well, Father, I appreciate the place to stay. We have an errand to run, and then we'll be back later in the night to guess all huddle up on the floor here. <laughs> oh yes, he rubs his hands again. <laughs> I'll get Is the place in his lips. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get the place ready. He starts clicking his bill, um, and he starts moving stuff around. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll get everything ready. Um, I wonder what that bill sounds like in like a tin a tin shanty shack. Oh my god, it's going to sound awful. Bah, 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 <laughs> yeah, if nobody's actually Googled uh, what a a Shubel Shubel stork. stork sounds like when it clicks its beak, it sounds like a fucking machine gun. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, yeah, it's like slow machine gun fire. Wild. It's like hammer on a tin roof. So, all right, do we just head to Wayland real quick? If you want to. Um, yeah. yeah, sure. And want, want to keep it like 
light and snappy? Yeah, I'll keep it okay. light and snappy. So you head to the uh, area in the perch where this this one kind of hut is not connected to the many steps of the perch where there you know uh, random shacks are. This is a you could tell it's just a witch's hut here. Uh, bones hang from the front of it down like kind of um, like those old bead curtains, but they're mm. small bones. Um, <laughs> Did you say of, beef curtains? Oh, <laughs> fuck you. You're the worst. What a terrible image. <laughs> can, can I... Does my necromancy give... Like, do I... Oh my God. <laughs> Do I just have power over all bones? Am I able to like part the curtains? God before damn it! Call me that, God damn it! That bone bastard! I don't think I could give you bone power. Yeah, we're about to enter the bone zone. <laughs> oh no! Um, no, I would say probably not. They kind of wave in the wind, but not. I, I would love to be like Magneto. With but bones. With, but with bones, yes. <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty fucking I cool. Mean, I mean, that really would be too much power because he can, like, like stop bullets. Like, I would be, if I had that much power, I'd be able to, like, just tear someone apart by their bones. This is why we're worried about Carl. Yeah. Because okay. <laughs> <laughs> these are the questions he's asking himself. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you can obviously tell this is it. You can smell the incense. It's wa- wa- incense. It's wafting. <laughs> no, we can smell the incense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these are some dirty birds. Oh, welcome on No wonder it's a cabin outside of town. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. They shut our ways. We had to move out of town. <laughs> oh god. Oh. The incense <laughs> wafts <laughs> out of the <laughs> <tent. laughs> It make no sense when I cut it. I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> You guys, you guys uh, approach this hut that's kind of off from the steps at the perch, um, off to the side, which is now nah, we can't, we can't, you can't do it. Yeah, Christian, it's, just, it's laughing too hard that I can't cut it out. My, my you, said, you said incest. The waft of incest. It's too real. The, the unmistakable <laughs> smell of two relatives fucking. <laughs> you know when two cousins are just getting down. It's not like, like any other smell. <laughs> the heady musk of shame. Oh, oh. The real Game of Thrones shit. <laughs> Oh, oh, no. oh, I love that you've done the plate. Did you? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, that smells great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love when I trip over my words and it just becomes uh, the best. Oh, sorry. Me. I'm sorry, guys. My face hurts. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm juvenile. I just want you guys to know. All right. So you guys are approaching. You got to leave the room, Christian. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just like, oh I'm my done. God. I'm done. I'm done. Just don't say incest again. So I'm going to stay away from incense. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Don't even, don't, don't talk about the smell. No smells here. <laughs> it's, no it weirdly smell. just has no smell. No. It's not like it's a neutral smell. It's just it's no zero. Smell. Yeah. All right. So you guys approach this hut that is off the side of the perch. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Christian. Is that ever long enough that I find him find it funny? funny. <laughs> you guys are the worst. It's like magical darkness, but for I smells. I swear I'm done. I'm done. 
I don't know. <laughs> we should wait until the next. I'm going to have to come back to this later or something because you guys are going to die every time. All right. All right. All right. Just go. Just go. I'm good. Can we get through this door? I don't know. <laughs> Once you go through that door, you never come back. All right. Go ahead, Zach. <laughs> He's going to walk away. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. You gonna be all right? You be good? Yeah, just do it, do it, do it quick, quick, quick. <laughs> all right. Quickly do it. All right. So you guys approach this hut that is off from the the perch here. Um, this. <laughs> <laughs> you fuck. Goddamn it! I can't. I can't do it. All right. All right. All right. I'm gonna walk away, motherfucker. But I walk away. All right. All right. Carl, it's going to be a solo show. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, <laughs> Assholes. It's it's weird how where we're sitting on the table and like how far we're sitting on each other from each other just like slightly changes the energy. Oh, it does. Yeah, it totally just, does. Just a little bit. Like I'm so I, much closer to you than I this, normally yeah, am. I, I agree. I like this setup because I feel I'm in it. I'm in it. No, I guess yeah. not, I'm not too far away. I don't feel like I'm. I don't know. It's different. All right. <laughs> I can hear them chuckling still. Um, <laughs> you, uh, Carl, you approach this mm-hmm. uh, hut that is off to the side of the perch. And unlike where the perch is, where all these different houses are built on top of each other, this is like the only thing in this area. Like, um, and the perch is like a labyrinth of all these stairs and all of these different um, buildings. But here, there is just as one hut. Okay. And... <laughs> The smoke starts billowing out of the top of this, and you can tell <laughs> <laughs> you fuckers, you guys fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you come back, you assholes? I you guys all right can we do this i don't know i don't know if we can do it yeah I, we can. I don't know i don't know we're gonna see we're gonna see i'm about to put you just in the fucking place i'm not even gonna describe it <laughs> smash cut you're in the, you got through the door <laughs> <laughs> all right carl you are following through the labyrinth which is the perch all of these different buildings that are built on the top of each other to a more uh, rural area, not as many buildings until there are basically none. And this hut stands in front of you. Um, you see the bone curtain sways in the wind and you can see smoke uh, billowing out of the top. What do you do? I, uh, I got to take in the scene. It seems like a nice, uh, a nice word picture you've painted. And then, uh, yeah, I just approach and I, okay. I, I spread the curtain and I <laughs> walk in. Okay. And I <laughs> put curtain. one foot in front of the other. Yeah. And I'm inside. Perfect. <laughs> 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 um, and and uh, <laughs> I love that you said it. I tenderly spread the curtain and there's and like a loving bit, there's like a gooey strand, but then <laughs> yeah, it's in a loving way. Yeah. It's in a loving way. You yeah. spread the curtain and you 
slowly enter. Yes. And <laughs> into then, the hut. And then um, I kind of look around and what, what do I see? Okay. So inside here, effigies kind of hang uh, at different um, lengths. Okay. These sticks tied together. Some of them look like little like voodoo like dolls. Some of them are just obviously symbols for like Wotan, symbols for different gods. Maybe you don't even understand. You might even, if you're looking around, you might be able to see some that kind of look like they're in the language of the void in this mm. place. They are all kind of hanging at different lengths. And in the middle is this kind of uh, cauldron of sorts. And stirring this cauldron is a figure kind of robed all the way up. You can't see, you can't identify what kind of race this is because it's so heavily clothed. And she um, slowly is stirring this uh, heavy cauldron. <laughs> what, uh, what, what was her name? We were told her name, right? Wayland. Wayland. Uh, uh, hello, ma'am. Are, are you the one they call Wayland? Um, so the stirring slows to a stop as she looks up to you, nods, and kind of gestures with her hand flat for you to sit. I sit. Okay. Is, is it just Carl in there? Right now. Okay. You guys, are, you, you guys you. are dying laughing outside. Sorry. <laughs> did Zach put that in the episode? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I did just now. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, she doesn't say anything to you as you sit. I say hello in uh, void speak. In void speak. Okay. Um, you see as she's stirring the spoons stop out of her hand and it slowly swirls the bowl. Like you ever drop a bowl, a spoon in a, like something you're stirring in the whirlpool just kind of carries it around the yeah, rim. Yeah. And she looks up at you. And this is when you can see like through the fire and she looks at you. This is a Raven folk, but you can see that her beak is like completely closed. It can't be opened. It seems mm. it's some sort of mutation. Um, and she kind of tilts her head to the side at you. Like in a, like she she's acknowledging you that you're there. Okay, she's looking at you, and you have her full attention now. Um, as do I think totally she, freaked her out. Do I think she understood me? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you get the idea that she understood you. Okay. Um, I don't know how to get her to talk to me though. I guess I can ask her questions. Um, I think about if you had to talk to somebody who couldn't speak. Yeah. Um, I say in void speak. I say. Um, I, I can't speak this way for long. I'm sure you know it will drive me. She mad. nods. Uh, can you identify magical items? Um, she kind of listens, listens to your void speak and is trying to pay attention. And then as you say magical items, she slowly nods again. Okay. Can you meet us tomorrow at the Drinky Bird? to identify an item belonging to the princess. She kind of looks um, side to side and then just kind of shakes her head and points down. Um, I, lo- I look down? No, like, like at the place. Like she's trying to say she has to stay here. Like she could do it uh, here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm dumb as fuck. <laughs> Listen, you took it literal. If there was a trap there, Fucking, you got it. Dude. You got it. <laughs> uh, you're, you're saying we we have to do it here. She slowly nods again. Are, are you bound here? Or are you bound to this hut? 
Just make it a stew, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Jumbo high takes a long time to cook. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta watch this thing at all. <laughs> um, she kind of tilts her head and kind of somewhat. Do you, do you know the princess? Um, she continues to stir, and as she does, she kind of throws in this like little bit of components, and you can see these uh, four young girls kind of pop up in like a vision in front of the uh, cauldron mm-hmm. and they are one of them is Irina huh uh, you you knew her as a child she nods okay well I can't speak much more but yeah your voice is starting to hurt like this is the longest you've ever spoken yeah in by voice far. speak um, and it's I mean it's definitely disturbing how easily it's working for you yeah but she doesn't seem bothered by it like where it's hurting you her hearing it is not bothering her that much. Okay. Well, thank you. And I will see you tomorrow around in the morning. She kind of looks up and nods agreeingly. And she kind of like halt. So she tells you to halt. And she, again, throws another uh, couple of components in here and stirs this cauldron. And this kind of vision of the dark void and stuff and the eyes and the mouths kind of come up on the top like the void space that you were in before kind of shows in this kind of background here and you standing there like and having your book and she points at you she kind of points at the image and then points at you yeah uh how do you how can you see this uh she kind of points uh upwards towards the sky Uh uh-huh Jesus. You're talking to <laughs> Jesus told me so. Jesus Christ is going to be the literal savior of, of the. It's gonna. It's all gonna tie it it's together and just be Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um. The, uh. Okay. You're you're in communication with with some. You you have some pact with a god. She throws, um, another component in there, and you see the bloody paw print of Chernobog pop up in front of you. Mm. Uh, and then she points at that and points back at you who is Chernobog? Uh, he's the guy like the book is Chernobog's like not bible but like his plan T- tome of Cher- Chernobog yeah, and yeah he's the dark lord yeah, he's, he's the dark lord um, and what's it called like the book is describing his plan to do some evil shit which I don't think you fully uncovered yet okay Oh, it did have this cool plot hook that we haven't uh, followed up on, which was like there's a boat rowed by the dead in the Nadir Straits, somebody called Dimitri, something like that. Yep. Hmm. Good job, Joe. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking Midgard nerd. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. That, I mean, that's really interesting. I'm not really sure what to do with it. Um. Kind of funny, like oh, I mean, I know the guy, but I, I, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, wait, sorry, sorry, wrong guy. And she's like, oh, oh, oh. She waves it away, like waves the smoke away. <laughs> Ooh, it's awkward. Why? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you're you're saying I'm connected with Chernobog, and she points at you. She points at the symbol. She points at her, and she kind of like uh, puts her hand in like a circle, like like, like we're all connected. We're, we're all connected. Okay. Well, I'd love to unpack this with you further, but I, I'm getting very tired of talking this way. I'm sure, I'm sure you know. She nods. So tomorrow, maybe, we, we spend more time on this. 
she she nods and uh and kind of thank kind of bows her head and thanks you for coming uh i i i thank her thank you for your time uh i'll see you tomorrow and she she nods and goes back to stirring this cauldron uh, you come back out and Sif and Bastion are still like dying laughing <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> and uh, you come out probably feeling pretty weird, um, having a very strange interaction with somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've gotten some answers and some more questions. Uh, what do you do? Um I don't know. I think Carl right now feels like a 12 year old kid who just watched a really intense movie and he's kind of in that di- that post movie sure. days that you're like, yes, oh, fuck, what is life? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I relay w- what just happened to the guys as they uh, <laughs> as they compose themselves. Um, OK, so I mean, do we have anything else we have to do or can we just kind of like smash cut it? Yeah, uh, we can smash cut back. Home. I think I think. Yeah, I think we're back. Uh, I, I think we cut to. Bastion is struggling his ass up yeah. those up those <laughs> up that stick ladder. Yeah, for sure. Going into somebody's house to get my warhammer back to the room out there as a gambit for you to leave the room. Yeah, you come back and um Alabaster like is like, oh good, everything's ready. It looks exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing has changed really. He, maybe he's fluffed up some uh some of the uh hay in the corner, but uh pretty much you guys uh bed down for the evening. Um and we will smash cut to morning at the at the drinky bird uh you await for princess Irina to uh come there and she is very promptly on time which really probably early mm. let's be honest um you guys are waiting and she comes in and finds you at your table and she says i have good news mm. i did talk to my father about this and it seems that he bought it again off of one of these merchants but the merchant said that he got it from a place called the devil's feast. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So he just thought, okay, cool. I'm going to buy this. Was Satan's warehouse. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes, but I, I'm sorry. Uh, Do you know where the devil's feast is? No, I do not. Uh, Just a couple of hundred miles South of here. There is a legendary battleground called the devil's feast. Uh, rumor has it that an undying man lived there mm. and now apparently still does. And this could possibly be his necklace. What was the man's name? That I don't know. Uh, I wish he did. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of battle happened there? Well, apparently this is back in the before times. I, you said um, artifact before, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, is... The Omegas, are you familiar? Yeah, a l- l- little bit, and I like shift my, my loot so she can't see it. Uh, uh, <laughs> say we didn't know anything about it. Go. <laughs> well, there is this group of, well, I believe, what's it, four, five, I believe it's seven. Yes, seven Omegas. Uh, this group of warriors who were famous from another land and traveled here and did great things for Midgard as well uh, before all of them passed. Except for this one. Mm. He couldn't die. That is his condition, unfortunately. Mm. Legend has it that he was a vampire. Oh, that's very intriguing. Uh. So, if this is the story here, I believe this belongs to Montaigne the Undying. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. 
That goes back to session one of our first campaign. And I, if I had to guess, it must be his. But he has gone mad from what I understand. So, uh, so somebody stole something from a living Omega, sold it to you. To my father. To your father. And now we have this thing with a mad vamp, or you have this thing with a mad vampire who will probably be like, hey, I want that fucking thing back mm-hmm. and may come murder you for it. Well, that's the thing. I, he, he's not a, a part of himself anymore. Mm. He's been alive for so long. I, from what I understand, he, he's irrecognizable from what before, he was mm. before. When you say he's gone mad, what do you mean? Many have tried to uh, claim that the, the weapons and everything from the great battle that was held there and, and they've all perished. They've never returned. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe he thinks they're too powerful to be in the hands of uh, people who don't uh, mean well, you know? It could be, but I, I, I honestly, I have no idea. Legend has it that he still roams those, those lands. You think maybe whatever, okay, never mind. Hmm. I felt like that would be too rude. Sorry. No, 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 please. Let's, what, what, what is uh, it? It's just like conjecture and, you know, whatever, connecting dots or what. But it's like maybe what drove him mad? Is that something that might be uh, happening to your father? Well, I'm, <clears throat> I don't know what you mean. I, you know, I, I'm sorry, but, uh, you know, um, sometimes curiosity gets the better of me. I start asking questions <laughs> around <laughs> town. I heard a couple rumors that maybe your father... Uh, I has will, kind of started losing a little bit of his faculties. I, um, is that is, rude to me? I'm sorry. It's very presumptuous of you. Um, presumptuous? Presumptuous, yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's very presumptuous of you. And, I, and I, I would appreciate if we don't, we don't go there. I, that, um, that's okay. I just, I really like stirring the pot. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I get that from you. Well, we, we really are uh, just trying, trying to get to the bottom of something. We don't mean any, we don't mean to overstep any boundaries. So, so what you bring, you come all the way to Vadim and mm-hmm. you see this necklace and it must be something you, you must want this or something. I mean, I'm not wrong. Yeah. yeah. Cards on the table. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, we'd be lying if we wouldn't said we didn't want it in our possession, but it's yours. Uh, but nevertheless, we'd like to know what it is. Yeah. See, uh, you know, uh, so, some cards on the table here. There's some bad stuff happening to a place that's very meaningful to me, and I think at this point all of us. And we're looking for ways to garrison some power. And we know about these items. We we have a way of cracking them down. And honestly, it led us right to you. And like Carl said, this is yours. We're not gonna like steal it off of your person. But if it is something powerful, if it is something that could help us uncovering what it does and you know seeing of a way that it could be utilized could be useful to us all right i would like you to roll me a persuasion sure that's good no it wasn't okay 13 13 this doesn't do anything for me here and yeah from what it sounds there is something more up north but but if it could help others, maybe that would help our our um, reputation with the surrounding areas. Uh, people don't have faith in Vadim since uh, my father has not been walking the streets anymore. Perhaps, perhaps if you 
can activate this in some way. Mm-hmm. Perhaps rid this person from the devil's feast mm-hmm. and allow this thing to be used for the forces of good and we give it to those who need it. That would be good. Mm. I, I'm, I'm not against it. I, I don't know why. I just feel good about you guys. Um, if Carl? That's the first time I heard that, but uh, <laughs> I appreciate your confidence it's, in us. You see the two Hugen guard like kind of shake their head, like "What? Like, are you serious?" <laughs> uh, excuse me, guys. I do have to tell you something. I know you don't like us, but uh, we killed the Yotan giant. Okay? They kind of roll their eyes. No, no, really, we have. Like, I mean, I, I you don't believe us? I know, <laughs> but we have. Yeah, they kind of click. Do you there. see that thing on his back? I don't know. Yeah, they, they, they both look at it and they're, they're, I mean, they're impressed. They're impressed, but they're like, yeah, okay, guys, keep your pants and on. And here's his nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> Do you see the sweet bandoyle rat? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Um, <laughs> so, so, do we have a deal here? Yeah, I mean, uh, the long and short of the deal is we take care, sarcastic quotes around that. Of whatever is happening in the uh, the Devil's Feast, and uh, maybe we barter for this thing. I think that is a good enough deal for me. Um, are you cool with a us having it identified, and b providing us with some way to get down there quickly? Because time is of the essence for us. Yes, I'm sure we could get one of the Karif to give give you a guide, and okay. um, they travel all over these lands. And sure, I mean, perhaps some could- kind of. Flying mount would be <laughs> <laughs> flying mount. I, I don't believe we have. Uh, is Can there any kind fly? of uh, fair roads or anything? Because we like to be honest, we have about what is it like two months? Yeah, before like giants come and uh, basically it, make trouble to a place that uh, Bastion holds dear to his heart. Is is it's the place definitely not Bjornheim? <laughs> is the place you're talking about uh, that place where the fair roads like spirals into the middle? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> So the fa- the fair roads are not going to be great for that, depending where exactly around there we need mm. to go. If you look south, directly south from Vadim, there is the Devil's Feast. About uh, I don't know how far this is, three hundred sixty three miles. Seems like a long way. How long is that to travel, Zach? Um, about a week, mm. two. Well, that's a, that's actually a lot let's, of- let's say it's a week. Yeah, I'd say it's a week because we also need to. So a week there, a week back. Mm-hmm. Then, when we also need to go to um, Yamsburg, Yamsburg, well, yeah. Maybe if we get a carriage and you're moving like fifty or, or maybe like a hundred miles a day, mm-hmm. I think you guys could do it in three days. Okay, three, sorry. I think we can work together on this. What's the name of the place we're going to? The Devil's, Devil's Feast. Feast. Devil's Feast, right? Okay. Yeah. Oh, we could take a uh, a favorite there. You could take a favorite because we're in Vadim, and it just it yeah. like pops you out right below it. Yeah. I works mean, for me. If, the, if that's if we could get like a favorite escort. Yeah, I mean, it works for me too. I'm down with that. A Raven's Road could work. It could take you down to Stalmisto. Uh, we, yeah, we've taken the favorites before. There's some there's some perils there, but no, nothing we haven't handled in the past. All right. Well, I'm I'm sure I could connect you with the Obsidian Quill and get you on on your way. Yeah. I, I, would Would you be willing to accompany us? Over to Waylon's, see if she can tell us anything about this. Uh, she looks a little nervous when you say Waylon. She's like, I, not many humans go up to the perch, but um, I, I can try. Okay, I, I took the liberty of speaking with her yesterday, 
she seems to know you. I told her we we had something we need. We would like her to identify if she can. So if you're comfortable, we 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 should go over there. Um, roll me persuasion. Please be high. I have a minus one. And no positive. Minus one and a 14 is a 13. 13. Yeah, that's good enough. You guys have been nice to her. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, um, sh- sure. Yes, uh, if, this, if this helps us get along. Uh, let's move quickly. I, she makes me nervous. <laughs> as, as you wish. Um, and she leads you guys out towards the perch. I, and, you know, flanked by Hugan. Again, this is not an area that humans usually go to. Uh, so she's definitely not welcome. Um, but uh, with her guards and all. They, no one bothers her or anything. Uh, you quickly go to the hut and enter. Um, who's all going in? I'm, I, I, I don't want to just all going in. We'll yeah, play. I'm, I'm okay. going in. All right. Everybody goes in. Um, you can see, again, Waylon is still sitting there. Uh, she seems like she's like lost in thought, looking up um, out of the, the kind of hole that's in the top of this tent. Um, and as she notices all of you come in, she kind of waves her hand flat across to uh, gesture for you to sit. I sit. Yeah. Um, and she Sif maybe stands defiantly because he just doesn't like being told what to do. Yeah. <laughs> the two Hugan. Uh, Don't tell me what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> the two Hugan outside, I like, kind of stand guard outside the tent. In void speak. Um, oh boy. Oh boy. Say to her, uh, I guess I say it out loud. It doesn't occur to me that maybe it'll bother the people around me <laughs> to say it. I like it. Um, I, I say, uh, Wayland. This is the princess, I'm sure you know. She nods. We would like to identify this necklace. You can tell us anything about it. Um, she reaches out a feathery hand towards you. Uh, I. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't have it. She reaches it out towards Irina. <laughs> and say, I put my hand in her hand. <laughs> <laughs> uh, slow love music going down. Um, no, but she... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought you were doing the John Cena thing. Music. <laughs> oh, she puts her hand out towards Irina, and Irina uh, kind of shakily puts this necklace into her hand, and she drops it into her cauldron. Oh my god! And the colors kind of change from like a blue to a red to like a purple, and then to like this white. And this image pops out of it of this uh, area. There is a building, maybe like an old church. But around this old church is just littered with bodies, bodies of fallen soldiers, bodies of centaurs, giants, all sorts of creatures that have come here before and have died and are laying all around this area and kind of zooms into this building down deeper into it and going through halls, which are barely lit. Some of them have torches in it. Again, more slain people and winding down into a somewhat of a sanctuary some more um a large table sits many chairs around it and at the head of it is this very fine dressed man um pale skin and white silver hair drinking slowly from a goblet and you can see like fangs that have they're kind of protruding from his mouth um and he seems old ancient even for a vampire he is significantly old and just staring into the distance he's just not looking at anything right he's just staring off into space he quickly turns his head almost like like a, like looking down the barrel of a camera and looks directly at you carl and that 
is what we're going to end tonight. Uh, Let's do it, boys. Oh I'm excited for adventure. Oh, I, like it. I think it's time for a dungeon, guys. So oh, my God. Ago. My five dungeon. years ago. Yeah. It's a while. Five years ago or so. Oh, my What's God. What's five years ago? That's when we had our other campaign. We would like to thank Kevin McLeod from Incompetech.com and Michael from Game Chops for allowing us to use their music in this episode. Music is licensed under Creative Commons. Also, check us out on Instagram at Adventure Public Radio. Tweet at us at APR Pod. I want to hear from y'all. One more thing. Tell your friends. Tell your nerds. Tell your geeks how awesome this adventure is following these furry and feathery heroes as they travel the lands of Midgard. We're getting bigger with every episode, and it's thanks to you guys and girls. Thank you for listening. Now here's a clip that didn't make the take. I don't know. I think Carl right now feels like a 12-year-old kid who just watched a really intense movie, and he's kind of in that di- that post-movie sure. days that you're like, yes. oh, fuck, what is life? <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was God, what movie did that for everybody? No, I don't we don't have the, time. We don't have time. Yeah, we don't have time. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Um, the Matrix. <laughs> 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 Gotta get in there. Um,